What's up, everyone? And welcome to The Philip Show. Grab your coffee if you haven't already. It's supposed to be winter right now. I have everything turned on and this huge turtleneck. So I have something here. So if you see me wiping, it's because these clothes ain't loyal. Listen, we're going into um, Black History Month. And as you know, and as you all have seen, there's so many conversations about what is true, what is not true, who is um, who has integrity, who doesn't, what are the young people doing, and how are they gaining access? Access is a huge issue, even when it comes to Washington, D.C. Are the votes being stolen? There, there are all these questions. One of the things about Black History Month all year long, but specifically in Black History Month, we're always challenged with trying to figure out what can we do? We know that there's a lot of talk out there. We know there's a lot of ideas out there. We know there are a lot of all these things, PowerPoints, presentations, and what are speeches, but what are we doing? So today I'm super excited to introduce you to some people who are really doing something, not just saying they want to make a change, but seizing the opportunity and creating something that is going to revolutionarily, you can write it down, change how we are able to interact with people and with issues when it comes to voting and all of those things. Let me introduce Derek Gore and Jared Jackson. Guys, hello. Hey, how hey. you doing? How you doing? Hey, so you all are here. I'm so excited. I can't even do justice with what you all are doing. You founded something called The Seats. And before we talk about it, Derek, where are you from? I am originally from Petersburg, Virginia. I was born in Horry County, South Carolina, but originally from Petersburg, Virginia. Got you, Jared. What about you? Philadelphia. Good old Philadelphia. home of the cheesesteaks. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So um, is it uh, is it winter anywhere? Are y'all gotten get any winter there? Um <laughs> a, a little bit, a little bit. It's been off and on, but the on's been on on, but yeah, the off's been off off. So it's kind of yeah. it's like go all or go go big or go home, right? It's like right. do it big or don't. Yeah. So we're talking about civic engagement, and we're talking about what can we do. And um, Derek, you decided that there was something that you actually could do, and together you all have the seats, and you built this foundation and an app. Tell me a little bit about why you think now is the time for an app that targets connectivity surrounding politics? Great question. Um, so it's the whole aspect of community engagement in a nutshell. And what goes with that is the information that people are getting, right? And I did this because I saw an autocratic president in the White House, right? And I have children and the risk of losing our democracy was like greater than anything that we could be doing today. Um, I chose to do it in the app form, right? Because with the rise in technology, right? We were just getting out of COVID. Um, everyone was in the house discovering mm -hmm. new things, right? And with the rise of AI, um, it, it made misinformation spread like wildfire. And now people are having a hard time, you know, trusting where to get their information from, right? They're looking to their community representatives and they're getting misinformation and they're running with it, you know, and it's leading to violence and overt acts and um, 
just uprising in hate groups and all these things had a trickle down effect from that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the news was losing the credibility and everything. So I thought that this was the perfect time because we are seeing that more people are getting civically engaged, but there's still so much work to be done, right? It's still people not going and using their voices or getting engaged in their communities. And there's so much area that we can tackle. I felt that, you know, creating this, especially through a nonprofit as well, would start that foundational trust um, because people are more likely to trust a nonprofit business than a for-profit business. And that's what we're here for. We're not here for the profit. We're here to expand and have our app become a tool that they can use on a connectivity level. And, you know, like I said, it's going to be revolutionizing because it's a gamified too. Yeah, I think the gamified part, um, that really stood out to me. And Jared, I'm going to come to you in a second. This that stood out to me because you're using relevant means, mediums, to interact with people and to connect with people. And I think with the, the range that you'll be able to re- <laughs> that you'll be able to reach, it's pretty tremendous because it's an app. And you you mentioned connectivity all the time. Jared, how did you get connected with this project? Um actually I was doing my own, you know, businesses. I'm a serial entrepreneur and Derek actually found me through LinkedIn, messaged oh. me and, you know, just gave me a video to take a quick sneak peek and a look at exactly what he was looking for within an app and actually to create as the seats. You know, it's a little bit different, but, you know, at the beginning, not going to lie, Derek, that was an amazing video you sent me to. I meant to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, you know, it all came down to is how he presented it to me. You know, it, it was like, OK, cool. Like, I can go with this. And the funny thing, Philip, I actually shy away from politics. So just like you, you know, we talked about before with, you know, I asked you, you know, how did you start this? Same thing for me was facing the fears. This this Mm. is me facing my fears to actually now bring together the communities that I actually say I care about and not just watching it from afar. You know, this is my way of helping. That's incredible. When you, I want to kind of build the foundation. So we heard where it came from. Jared, what do you do in the process? How are you building and how are you participating in this? Okay. I shortened it up to some roles here. Uh, of course, IT director trying to organize our whole technological program. What's our culture? What exactly do we stand for? What's our foundation, just like you said, and how do we create from there? And that's where we shoot up and we find who we are within it. We find how we feel about it. We talk about it. We communicate about it through agile and scrum tactics with some project management things. And we have our internship program, you know? So we try to really swing a lot of different things to everybody to make sure that they get it and it's here. And, you know, it's, you know, we all understand what the mission is. So then we, and we have a great team, you know, I do, I do a lot of product management with the team and stuff and a lot of project management, making sure we got a lot of our tasks. And I started out just doing the meetings, but I shortened it up when they started making AI for meetings. (laughs) So that's made things a lot easier. So that, that took away from most of that stuff with the tech area. 
Okay, yeah, because I could kind of hear some of the terminology when you were talking. I was like, I think we're tech here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and that's great because this has a very tech, huge tech component, not with just the app, but with the scope of how you're targeting and how you're manufacturing it and all of that. Um, Derek, when when the seats is launched, what is going to make this different in the world of apps? And as um, Jared was saying, in the world of IT and world of all this technology that we're bombarded by, why is Seats going to stand out? What's different? Um, it's it's different in the fact that it's actually super interactive. Not only do you have achievements that you can be rewarded, right? Um, you know, you have a civic engagement meter, so you always know where you stand in your civic engagement. Um, we have incorporated an AI, an in-house AI that Jared did an awesome job in creating, and he can go into a little bit more about that. Um, you know, you can journalize your interactions and share it if you feel like sharing it or keep it to yourself to take to, you know, let's say a ballot box or something like that, um, to have it as a tool and as a reference point. It makes you feel like you're a part of a, a rally. You're not having to get up out of your house, you know, to go downtown to, let's say, a town hall or something. You can just hop on here and you have a chance to get your questions answered, you know, um, just in a unique and different way without giving too much information away so at least some something to the imagination when i tell you um for the viewers who are watching this it's going to be different it's going to feel like a rally in your hand like you're attending something greater than just a live um and it's going to make it super super duper exciting and i'm excited for it so like a rally in your hand i love it i'm telling you when i was reading about it the gamify civic engagement was huge to me you know, it told me almost everything I needed to know about the experience, like what I like in games, it's gonna do it. About civic engagement, Jared, you might be able to talk to this. When you're saying that you didn't, um, you weren't that into politics, what about how you are building this is targeting those things that you wish politics had? How are you saying, I'm not into politics, so I'm not gonna do this, but I do wanna see this. <laughs> well, Good question. I would definitely say through the research that I did on what's current and a lot of just social apps, like, and the main one I researched a lot was Twitter or X now. Mm -hmm. And that really gave me the blueprint of what and what not to do. Because mm -hmm. there were parts of it open. We want that. Mm -hmm. But there were parts that does the key part about what sets us apart, the privacy. Mm -hmm. And the privacy of having posts and now you can gamify the part of now you need four posts to get to the public feed and you can choose which post you want to go to the public feed so as it goes mm. to the public feed then boom now you can interact with it you can swipe through you can live stream you can do a lot of different things with it and that's where it becomes interactive because it is now apple-wide now it's public. Mm. i like how you said privacy because that's an issue nowadays everybody's worried about you know, things being private, or is it secure? Um, and I really enjoy the fact that you kind of opened up the dialogue because a lot of times people will talk about apps and people talk about this and that, and it just sounds like a really great idea, but you put some meat to it there and it's like, hey, no, actually this is a thing. One of the, um, one of the questions that I have is about trust and truth. You know, there are so many um, 
opportunities for truth to be challenged. There's so much out in the airways that we don't know if it's valid. We don't know. And then all of a sudden we hear that it's not, we hear that it is, this person's lying, specifically in media. Uh, Derek, how are we, um, how are you positioning the seats to not have to, <laughs> what are you doing about that when it comes to telling the truth? Right, so we, we try to implement a couple of mitigating factors, right? Um, so with the way that it's set up, you can't freely just post on the app, right? Whatever you're thinking in that split second, you, you can't just post. And mm -hmm. I'll, I'll leave it there so that, you know, when it does come out, you'll want to get on it, right? You have to earn your posting ability. Right. You have to be civically engaged in order to post, um, which which mitigates some of the hate speech and uh, misinformation rhetoric. You know, um, another thing that we're trying to do is limit like user link shareability. Right. Um, maybe they can't put a link in the, the app and they can't share it on the feed. Right. But, you know, when it comes to community representatives, the information on the app, most of your information will be coming from them. So mm -hmm. it's your faith and trust in them. If they, if they tell untruths, right, you'll be able to see that documented, recognize it, right? And you know, you'll know that it's misinformation, or at least who is spewing the misinformation based on you know facts and actions taken and things of that nature. Um, so yeah, that's that's how we're trying to do it along with AI, you know, just incorporating that because everything has an AI incorporation into it. And Jared can go into a little bit more about that and how we're trying to like mitigate it on that side as well. Would you like me to go ahead, Philip? Okay. So yes, and use some common terms because I don't know I don't know the lingo. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess, I guess, let me give you a pointed question. Let me give you a pointed question. With trust, with truth, with all of these things. And Jared, this might be actually, um, it's gonna call on your expertise, but it's also gonna call on your opinion. Um, what are you hoping that this app will do? I'm developing this app and I want people to what? Perfect. Um, and that's almost like our vision for the app in a sense to, I'm envisioning that the app will transform the engagement landscape, not just civic, but more so the general engagement landscape. Because I'll give you an example, guys. I'm I'm people that we're trying to target. <laughs> I am people, you know, so that's how it made it so easy to make the app because I'm like, hey, well, what would get my attention? You know, because I know I'm I would not be interested in this if you just flew it by me. Yeah. It has to have some, just like you said, Philip, some meat to it. So that that's where a lot of these, you know, additional features come from, say, as we said about the AI, Lucille. Mm -hmm. We have our own AI, Lucille, and I created this AI last year in February for a separate business, Gig Hire. And from that business, we established Lucille to incense, <laughs> be a concierge system, so to speak. Okay. So... 
you know how we used to have Axe Jeeves, you know, those types. And we wish they were real people, you know. Yeah. And they took it to simplicity with Alexa and everything. But I took it a little step further where she has a little bit more personality, you know. Mm. Okay. <laughs> it's been trained, you know, trained over about a year now over information. So now we're hitting it to the point where we want to put it into civic engagement. Because the good thing about the AIs is we can split the abilities, right, based mm. on what so now we want to see what the world will put into it just just to show them right back. Hey, guys, this is what needs to change. That's what we want the AI to go into now is let's show the world what needs to change mm-hmm. on the world's favorite platform to look at. The reach of this, obviously, we want to help underserved communities in the United States and not just underserved communities, just people who just aren't involved. I feel as though this can be a tool that can help globally those democratic fighting nations right who are trying to instill democracy into their nations such as a ukraine right let's mm-hmm. give them more transparency that was one of the things that you know they had a problem with it's going to help them navigate a democracy and what it looks like and you know i just think it could be just another tool that can reach globally and it can expand and it could be different for for each uh, each country it sounds like with all the components that you're saying and um, what Jared is saying, this sounds very robust. And it sounds like there will be a lot of options that um, people will either be able to take advantage of or will be able to be created surrounding whatever the demand and the interest is. This sounds like a huge project. It sounds like a huge project. And I'm assuming that it is. You guys are making it sound super simple, but, you know, yeah, it sounds... It sounds difficult. Where are you in the process? And do you have any kind of uh, projections as far as when you would like to see it realized? So so right now we are at an MVP level, right? Which is the minimum value product. So we have a product, but without like the gamification or the live aspect right now, um, just something that we can beta test, get feedback, research and development. We also have four interns right now working diligently on um that while also bolstering their portfolio and taking classes from coursera just um you know honing their skills and making sure the app um you know is getting we're hitting mile markers and milestones um we plan to launch march 8th and then you know jared could speak more about like the processes and things of that nature um so go ahead, Jared. Yeah. So the specific point we're at is the deployment and usability testing, deployment and going into now getting it out on the App Store and making sure people can actually use it, too. But like Derek said, we want to go ahead and do that testing and that prototyping. So we have our team take looks at it, pick apart. You know, this doesn't work. We don't like this. This doesn't work. This doesn't make sense. But let's make it make sense. And this is yeah. that part. we're in that make it make sense portion. You know? Right, right getting detailed feedback and also I'm working with um, I'm going to be working with local colleges down here in Harrisonburg, Virginia um, to create focus groups. Those, Mm -hmm. you know, in the target age range of like where we're where we're going to target and um, see the most impact. Um, So, yeah, it's it's a bunch of research and, and development right now at this point. Jared, tell me why this is during we're going to be in uh, Black History Month, and as a um, a minority in the IT industry, 
Um, why is something like this so important? I would say something like this is very important, ooh, especially in February. And this is why I was trying to get it out in February specifically, because having this could actually change a lot of our impoverished communities. Me being from one, and I have a lot of friends in impoverished communities. If we all one day, instead of just watching YouTube, you know, watching Twitch, watching this, what if we watch the seats, you know, and actually see people engaging themselves with actual real conversations that can change things. And then we also have algorithms in place for people that don't want to do that, of course. But, you know, trying to get that key engagement so people could get up off that couch and actually make a decision. I like this is specifically targeted to towards people who probably haven't voted before or mm-hmm. probably don't or they don't feel comfortable voting. You know, those people out there that don't feel comfortable doing these things. You know, you make it interesting. It's, you know, it's something that I want to do. Nobody really thinks about political science going to take a course and be like, oh, yay, you know, but I'm on social media and there's a reason why I'm ingesting so much of it. It's because it's interesting, it's captivating, it's all these things, you know, so to be able to package politics in a way that is still credible, but interesting is, um, it's huge. Derek, when you started out on this road, and this is going to wind you back a little bit, but when you started out on this road, this seems like a very aggressive and almost impossible um, thing to just throw out there. You know, why did you have the audacity? Why did you say, have the courage, if you will, to say, you know what? No, we're going to, I can do this. Why? Okay, so before all of this started, right, I had a conversation um, with a friend who was a football player, same team, you know, during college and everything. And, you know, I thought I knew this person, right? But when Trump was running for his candidacy and everything like that. Um, This guy argued me down that he was the best president. He was going to be the best president that we had ever seen come into office. And I was just arguing with him back. Like, what made you think of that? Like, what, what, what makes you, what gives you that idea? And he couldn't tell me. And it was this big rant. And then another situation was another person on the football team, this time, same color as me, Mm -hmm. right? And when Obama said, go out and vote, when it was him versus Joe Biden, when Obama said, go out and vote, like your lives depend on it. He made a post and was like, how does our lives depend on it? And I specifically told him, our life, he was speaking figuratively in our lives as a whole collective democracy and Barriers were being set in place for a long time just to stop progress, right? Roll back progress and just just like Roe, right? Being overturned. It's it's things like that that's bringing our democracy backwards and not pushing it forward. And I was telling him, Obama was saying our lives literally depend on it. He's talking about the American democracy the experiment. It depends on it. And I, I felt as though I, I've always been an ambitious person. Mm-hmm. So I like to shoot past the stars into different galaxies. Okay. Don't don't just stop me at the stars and don't say that 
this can't be achieved when I see people do care about our democracy because they're breaking records when they're mm-hmm. voting. Year after when it's most important, right? They don't come out to midterm elections, but guess what they did? I believe we can make this happen because more people believe in our democracy than the media leads on. That's deep, and I think that goes to the core of what the app is about, getting to the truth of it, getting to the heart of it, your finger on the pulse of it. These are the people that are, you know, out on the front lines of it, and you get to hear what they say in real time and from from them often, your community leaders. Um, Wow. So before we go, Jared, fun fact about you. What's a fun fact? Fun fact about me is I have meditated every day since June 7th, 2015. Fun fact. You've meditated every day since June of 2015? June 7th. Why is that? um, That is a fun fact. And it is a fact. Why is that a notable fact as far as understanding the date? Why is it so important that way? You're going to laugh. I just remember it so well because I actually kept up with it consistently where I'm like, wow, we're still going. Yeah. <laughs> and I just keep it back every year and I go, wow, you're still going. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, good for you. That's commitment. Listen. That's commitment. Yeah. Yeah. Derek, what about you? What's one thing that is a super fun fact about you? Super fun fact time. <laughs> um, so upon leaving college, right, I um, I actually worked for Victoria's Secret. I had dreadlocks <laughs> and I worked for Victoria's Secret as like a sales rep. Mm-hmm. And it was very fun. It was it was super exciting. Um, I learned a lot, <laughs> um, obviously with restrictions. But um, yeah, that's just something that no one actually knows about me unless you were like in my circle or went yeah. to school with me or anything like that. So I thought that was pretty cool. No, that is that's a that's a that definitely opens up the the window of you know politics apps. Victoria's Secret. You know what I mean? It just makes sense. It just makes sense. Tie it all together. Yeah, add it all together. Tell us where we can find more about the seats and how we can get involved. You can go to our website, the-seats.org. Right. When you go there, um, look through, go through the different tabs. Now, if you want to sign up, um, we will be like running these usability tests. Right. Um, and to make it easier for when the app is out and you, you know, we have your information. That way it'd be easier for you to create your profile. If you're a citizen, go ahead and sign up under Cedars. If you're a community representative, um, go ahead and sign up under community leaders. Right. And um, that way we have your information so you can stay up to date on new information and new things that's coming. The website will be getting revamped here and now and again. So um, that's that. You can help us out in a multitude of ways by one donating. If you go to the donation tab and click donate now or our financials tab and click donate now, um, it'll take you to our Zephy platform where it's a platform that's built for nonprofits 
by nonprofits, you know, that way we can get the most out of our donations. So if you can help, that would be greatly appreciated. Also go to the volunteer tab. We have a list where you can volunteer. Um, we have a bunch of positions open. We're going to need a super big team. Like you said, this project is going to be huge. So um, we we are in need of volunteers and we'll be happy to speak with anyone. You have a form that you can fill out. Tell us where you can help us out at and it'll get shot to us and we'll review it and see where areas we can uh, bring you on. Awesome. There's opportunity for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jared, Derek, thank you so much uh, for being here. I'm so excited. I'm proud of you all for taking the step, doing something into this level. It's just, it's incredible. So congrats. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you for having us on and, you know, letting us use our voice and using your platform exactly to, um, you know, bring awareness to what we're doing and what we have coming for the people. Absolutely. So that's Derek and Jared with The Seats. You heard a lot of things um, today. You can find all of that information at thephillishow.com and then some information if you want to connect with them specifically. There's some IT, there's civic engagement. There is so much. At the end of the day, the question goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning. What are you doing? How are you making a difference? And is there something more that you can do? Something is better than nothing. I'm so excited that um, they took an idea and all of a sudden it's about to be an app and it'll be an app in your hands. Make sure you go to thephillipshow.com to learn more about the seats. And as usual, you are the best you in the world. And I will see you next time here on The Philip Show. Don't wait.